Hello to you, my gorgeous audience. I'm coming to you from the 5th of July. That would be the day after the episode you're about to hear. And I just want to do a little bit of an intro. I'm Jet Dunlap. This is Psychotherapy, as you probably know. This episode would make a horrible Bruce Springsteen song. Born in the USA. It's not that. In today's episode, we discuss the concept of freedom, independence, and how it relates to you directly, and how we relate to the celebration of the 4th of July. Okay? The thoughts and the opinions of this episode are brought to you by a guy whose thoughts and opinions fluctuate often. So, it is with that that I tell you, please, catch and release. Take what works and throw the rest away. I do a show that is stream of consciousness. You know that because I use the wrong words all the time. And that's okay. So if you're sitting there thinking, I love my job because we talk about people's careers. You're sitting there thinking, I have to keep my job because my medical insurance. Everything that he doesn't like in this episode fundamentally messes with my belief in the universe. And he is the devil and worse than 100 Hitler's then maybe this episode wasn't for you and just take it as that. That warning is not to turn you off this episode. I think it's one of my best, but I've listened to it a number of times. It's my new policy before I put it out, and I think it's fabulous. But I also realize that it doesn't work for everyone. There is no universal solution. We're all very different, and that's great. One of the things that everyone tells us makes the world a wonderful place. And I think that's true. That's how we experience new stuff. So with that in mind, I'd like you to hold my hand, look into my eyes, and walk with me down the psychopath. It is just now past dark on the 4th of July. And that is why I am in my office talking to you at 8.40. Sad? Sure. Pathetic? All right. I mean, that's a little mean, and I don't appreciate it, but uh, I see where you're coming from. I am not spending any time with the people I love. Uh, I am not eating burgers and hot dogs at a beach, I am not doing any of the things (laughs) that you could possibly name because I already told you what I'm doing. And that is sitting in a chair talking to you on this microphone. And you can tell because you're hearing it right now. Hey folks, I'm Jet from the future. You were listening to Jet from the past. I'm talking to you from the 5th of July. He was there on the 4th. He gets really tired and he gets close to a point, but then he kind of fades away And it's only at about six minutes where he really takes off, and that's the part I'm going to bring you into right now. I want you to think of this as the four peso version episode. So in the future, if I find I do this, I'm going to go in and introduce myself in the future and do what I'm doing right now, right? The four peso version, of course, is from the movie The Three Amigos. The people of Santa Poco are trying to get the three amigos to come over and fight El Guapo, right? They think... What they saw was a newsreel when they were introduced to the Three Amigos. What it actually was, was a silent era film of these fictitious characters. 
But the people of Santa Poco are ignorant of this. So they go down to their local telegraph place and they want to send a long message to the three amigos to have them come down and fight El Guapo. Well, they do not have the money for this. So the guy who works the telegraph says, I'll tell you what, I'll give you the four peso version. That is what this part of my show will be. The four peso version to get you to the actual point without interrupting the flow of the show. Now, one could say, then why did you take so long to explain key plot points of The Three Amigos? I'm just trying to get you to watch The Three Amigos. It's not a sponsor, but it's a great movie. If you haven't watched it, it totally holds up. Watch it again. Before you do that, here comes the part I was trying to introduce where he actually gets to the point, and that is the subject of whether or not we actually have independence in this country. Independence. Freedom. America. What does this mean? And are we living it? Most of the people who are drinking really hard right now, no judgment, or partying their tails off, you can tell because they have no tails, they are seemingly embracing freedom and independence. However, it is this scientist, professor, doctor's opinion that the intensity in which they are celebrating this day is in direct proportion with the fact that they are not even close to free. I think that this idea of everyone working for the weekend or you work hard, you have to play hard, is an invention of corporations so that they can take five days for your two. Not a good exchange. You know, did you hear that? If I gave you $5 and you gave me $2, that would be a bad exchange. I think one of the reasons that I don't feel the necessity to party the way a lot of people do during the summer on the weekends is because I have that stuff they call freedom. And let me tell you what I mean by that. You celebrate really hard. You party hardy because you are owned for five days of the week. When I was a kid and I worked at McDonald's, I was shocked at the fact that all of a sudden someone was going to give me $5 an hour and I had to ask them if it was okay for me to go to the bathroom. I had to do that at school, but I was a kid. What were you going to do? I was still a kid when I worked at this place, but they weren't having me ask that because I was a kid. It was because I belonged to them in some capacity, or at least that's how I saw it. So even at the age of 15, I decided there that I wanted to go into a business where you never had to do that. My first business I ever went into was sales. And the reason I went into sales is because I met salesmen who were coming into McDonald's and they seemed to have more free time. I wanted to go into film and television, but I knew that wasn't going to happen immediately because I knew no one. And I couldn't just go on the internet because, uh, you know, the internet was down or something. It has nothing to do with my age and, you know, whether or not the internet was available at the time. But I knew I couldn't ever exist in a job where that was a thing you had to do. Hey, can I use the bathroom? That's terrifying. Your body tells you you have to do something that you have no choice over and you have to ask someone that someone else decided is in charge of your body that day. Ooh, that's tough. That's a thing that just comes naturally to people now. They understand that. It's not even weird. It's not weird to drive to a location every day where they basically lock the doors, tell you when you can eat, and tell you when you can go home. In exchange for that is a piece of paper, but not even anymore. It's a series of ones and zeros on a digital nothing that goes into your digital nothing that says that you have more 
spacely sprocket bucks, or says you have more wampum than the next guy, the next gal, or enough to pay your rent, or enough almost to pay your rent. Why am I ranting on this while the bombs burst in air? It is an illusion, right? They're firing off those fireworks in celebration of the fact that they're drunk. Okay? Yes, heroic actions have been done in the name of freedom of this nation. That's what Memorial Day is for. And here's another thing about the 4th, right? None of us were there. I wrote on my fake but I wrote on my Facebook. I should call it fake book. I wrote on my fake book post. That's me. Fake book post that I had nothing to do with and did not earn the freedom in the land that I enjoy. That is a fluke, depending on what you believe. My parents created me, and geographically they were here, and that's where I am at this moment in time in this location. But this freedom idea, right? How free are you? Now, you're thinking, Jet, well, that's pretty depressing. Thanks a lot for our 4th of July episode. This is nothing like the movie Independence Day, where that guy whose name you forget, what's his name? Paul Reiser is not his name. So nice try. I know it's not that, okay? His name was, and I'm not looking this up, I promise. His name, of course, is Bill Pullman. And in high school, I did that uh, monologue of Bill Pullman's where he's saying, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not go out without a fight. I don't remember it now. This is a long time ago or not, you know, depending on how I'm lying to you about my age. But what I'm saying is that I'm not here to depress you. I'm here to enlighten you. I'm here to free you. I'm here to free you. If you choose to, if you want to, if that's a thing you're interested in, because some people like maximum security. Do you know the job you have to think of least in this world is maximum security prison? And people who are not able to think of what they want to do, the people who are not able to be responsible for themselves, by themselves, go to maximum security prison. That is the ultimate in being taken care of. No decisions needed. When you go to your job, you have to make less decisions because someone else is there to tell you what to do. And then sometimes when you get into the decision-making place, like I was as a manager, you, you still have someone above you. And the decisions you make for the people below you are decisions you have no choice to make. You may have a choice of five decisions, right? Or 10 or 100, it doesn't matter. But you're still making decisions every day based on a business you did not create, did not choose, and have to be at every day. Here is why. You were sold a bill of goods. You were sold a bill of goods. Did you know that? You were. Credit card debt, student debt, having a car that is not paid for, all of these things are mechanisms to get you to be a servant of those devices so that you can't leave your job. That's why those things exist. A mortgage, being able to buy a car you can't afford. Those are there so that someone can own you. Because if you can't afford to leave, you have to be there. So you have two bosses. You have the boss who's at work, and then you have your dad. That's your other boss. But what if, like me, I've been selling a ton of stuff on Facebook Marketplace? A ton of stuff. But it's all the stuff I own already, and some stuff I've found. But why am I doing that? First off, to free my mind, because the less I own, the less clutter I have in my head. And that sounds like a song. Free your mind! That's not what it is. What I'm saying is everything you own takes up space in your brain, more so than it does in your storage unit. 
But if you have a storage unit, please just, you know, burn that stuff and stop paying the storage unit. What a scam. But I've been selling all this stuff, so I am more free. Now, you know the situation that I live in. If you've listened to this show before, I live in a very tiny home. Some might even call it an RV. Why? Because that is the cheapest monthly way I can live. Everything that we have is owned. And we have savings, and we continue to save, even though we make less than you do. I can almost guarantee that. And we've learned to manage our desires for things so that we don't live for the people who own our debt. How profound is that? How important is that? Have you ever thought of that? The car you drive to work is also your boss. I have a very nice car. I own it cash. We have two very nice cars. I own them both cash. And that's deliberate. Did we have to make sacrifices to do things that way? Yeah, we couldn't get a $60,000 car like some of my friends have. But when that car is sitting in the driveway or in the garage, it's not my boss which is ridiculous if you think about it. So what do you do? Jet, don't leave us in this mess. Tell us how to get out. Start to get rid of it. Close your eyes. Breathe. Run. Walk. Get into nature. Being inside is going to make this an easier thing to consider, to understand. TV is hypnosis. So is the device in front of you. I just read that the average person is an adult for 60 years, saying they live to their 80s. They will have been in front of a screen for 44 of those years. What do you think the purpose of all those screens are? Now I understand that's unavoidable. I mean, what are you going to (laughs) do? That's how we find everything. Before that, it was books. So it's not like this is the only time in history where we're distracted by something. We need to be distracted. It's just a part of being human. Also, it's how we learn. So I understand that. But in those 44 years, a large part of that is advertising, in marketing, hypnotizing you to want something. To want something that is beyond your means and that you derive some kind of very fractional satisfaction from and then becomes your ruler. You can break this. The nuts and bolts of this, because there are so many fireworks going off right now, will have to be something I go into a little later. But the first thing you have to do is create a gap between your stimulus and response, between your seeing and feeling something and doing something about it. You can't have everything you want. You can learn to want everything you have, but you may have to have less. And then eventually you probably will have more than you do now because what I'm going to show you how to do to live in a way where you're actually more aligned with what you want to do and what you believe you're here to do is going to be better. And it may take five years. But what's the alternative? Even if you're 60, 70, I don't care. It's still a good deal. What's the alternative? Working for something your whole life? Preparing for death? Well, I have to work so I can retire. What? You work for 45 years or 50 years? So you can spend the last, in the case of men, four years retired? When you're burnt out because of your job instead of enjoying it? That doesn't make sense. Who sold you this bill of goods? It was a person who has hypnotized you with society. It's not your fault. That's the thing you really have to understand. It's not your fault. You were put into this dream, this societal dream. Your little baby brain had nothing on this giant narrative that was sold to you prior to your even first step. 
but I'm going to break you out. That's going to be my job. I'm going to be Jet the Jailbreaker, Jailbreaking Jet. I'm going to free your mind and, you know, the rest will follow. Yeah, that's a good thing. And that's the thing I've been feeling for a long time. That's something I have to do for you because I believe incarnation is a pretty amazing thing if you do it right. You may even be happier than me. (laughs) But how much of the time and how much of the people you love pay the price for the lifestyle you live? And is having a 2021 little thing that takes you to work better than a 2015 thing that doesn't take you to work but costs $30,000 less? I think it is. So join me in the next episode where I will go into the nuts and bolts of this and talk to you more in depth. And have a happy Independence Day. I mean, you're not going to hear it on this day. Unless in the future you're listening to it on Independence Day, in which case that's kind of cool. But I think what I'm trying to do by doing this on Independence Day is create an Independence Day for you like I had in August of 2009 when I left my job and went into what I called corporate detox, which was going in the mountains for over a month. And I've been able to change the lives of a lot of people that I wouldn't have been able to if I still was mentally, spiritually, and physically owned by a company. That's a lot of fireworks, so I'm going to say goodnight, goodbye, thank you for holding my hand looking into my eyes, and walking down the psychopath. If you got those years to hear it, I've got words to tell you. I'll talk to you next time. If you have enjoyed today's episode or know someone who would enjoy today's episode, please recommend, like, and subscribe to our show. You don't want to be like those people who go to a wedding and don't bring a gift because the bride and groom know. They remember you. And the quality of your relationship today may be based on that fact. So don't be that. Like and subscribe to a show that you already like. Thank you so much and have a great evening. We'll talk to you next time.